0: Hello, this is Danielle Savory, and you are listening to It's My Pleasure, episode number 143. In order for a woman to fully step into her power, it is essential to incorporate her pleasure, sexual, and beyond. In this podcast, I will teach you how to use your mind, tap into your body, and take action to creating the most orgasmic life. Let's dive in. Mm. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I just did a little self-compassion practice. I was feeling like my brain was being a little harsh on <laughs> myself. It was going back to one of those old habitual events that I comes up around parenting and specifically around how I show up as a parent with my kiddo's school. And I was feeling a lot of shame because I felt like I dropped the ball on something and I missed some paperwork and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even matter. But when this comes up, because I know that it comes up, I really make the time, which I had to do even before I hopped on this podcast with you, to just hold my heart and to breathe in and to meet myself and to acknowledge what was going on and also just to acknowledge like how unkind the thoughts in my head were being to me. <laughs> Because they were being really mean. And it is one area that I think that, you know, I continuously pay attention and work on and one area that comes up a lot and it feels horrible. I mean, shame feels like shit. Let's be real. Like shame really does feel awful. And so I had to do a little practice with that before I hopped on and I am feeling so loved and so accepting of myself and so much better. Than I would have had I not done that before I got on and recorded this with you all. And I think it goes right in line with what we're going to be talking about today, which is when we're not feeling sexy, how it's really preventing us from engaging And sexual activities. And the reason that I wanted to talk specifically to this issue is because it's one of these questions that I hear come up a lot when I'm being interviewed on other podcasts. I've been doing a lot of podcast interviews lately, and this question comes up often like, what do I do? I just don't feel good, or I just don't feel sexy, or I don't feel attractive. And it becomes this obstacle to engaging in a pleasure activity, whether it's with you and you or you and your partner. And I think that this is so common. It's so normal. I know for me personally, this used to come up a lot or it might not prevent. I mean, it definitely prevented me. And also it showed up in the way that I positioned myself or the kind of sex that I chose to have. Like, oh, well, we definitely need to be doing it in the dark, or I for sure am not going to be doing that position because have you seen my boobs lately? Yeah, not not happening, right? So it can come up in very obvious ways. Like, I don't feel good In the way that I look, I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel sexy. So I'm just going to shut down the whole idea. Or it can show up in ways of the type of sex or positions or the way that you allow yourself to have sexual interactions based on how you think. And this really goes hand in hand with some of what we were talking about last week with this idea that society has really taught women how to be desirable, not how to kind of tap in and own our own desire. And when we're looking through, looking at the way that we've been socialized, not only have we not been, or we've been encouraged or focused on how to be desirable, but we've learned about sexuality through the lens of male pleasure. And when you have been presented, sex and learned about sexuality through the lens of male pleasure, it becomes very obvious that our role as women historically has been objects of pleasure, objects of desire. And so it makes sense why when you're not thinking you look good or feeling attractive, of course that's going to dampen your desire. Of course that's going to shut you down because the way that we have been taught about sex and our sexuality is that is a very important piece. To be pleasing to someone else, to be desirable to someone else, to be attractive towards someone else. Now, even if your partner is like, babe, you look great, what are you talking about? Get over here right? Even if your partner is actually feeling you and think you look amazing. The reason that it doesn't feel different is because what's going on in your brain is still all of those messages. It's still the way that society has told you what is beautiful and what isn't, that what is properly groomed and what isn't, that what is sexy and what isn't. So even if your partner is like, you look hot, get over here. I want some. (laughs) And you're like, no, I don't. It's because your beliefs based on how society has inundated you with standards of beauty and sexiness for your entire life, and you don't see yourself measuring up to that, that's what it's based on. That's why you don't feel sexy. Not because your partner isn't saying, I mean, maybe they're saying you're blatantly not sexy. And if they are, then we probably need to be having a completely different conversation. But if it's really based on what your brain is delivering you, I'm not sexy. I don't look good. I haven't taken care of myself. I haven't shaved. I smell bad, whatever it may be right? Whatever you feel isn't in the realm of what you've determined to be sexy. Understand that box of sexiness wasn't a box that you intentionally created. Those standards, those descriptions, those ingredients of what you decided were sexy likely weren't something you picked and chose for yourself. They likely weren't something that you were intentionally like, yep, that thing is sexy. I'm going to put that in my sexy box. Oh, that thing over there. Yep. A little bit of that. Because that's not really how it goes. When we have been living in a society that has very clear beauty standards, we have unintentionally grabbed all of their ingredients and decided that's what sexy looks like. So when you are feeling not sexy I want you to f- simply pause to start with and understand what does that even mean? Okay brain, let's play let's play this game for a minute. What are you saying? It's not sexy right now. What isn't even feeling good so that you can see when you come up with your answers, did you decide those? Did you choose those or did somebody else choose those for you? The other thing that I find fascinating is really all of this, right? Is it something that you're doing on purpose? I'm just going to say that. That's a caveat to all of this. You aren't choosing to keep yourself from sexy pleasure. You aren't choosing to be unkind to yourself or some masochist that just wants to keep all the feel goods for somebody else. You're not choosing to put yourself down, okay? That is not, and none of this is your fault. None of this is your doing. The place that we really want to begin with is just clearly understanding what's going on. Like, oh, woman, like, of course, of course you're believing you're not sexy. That makes sense. Look at all these messages you learned that told you what sexy looks like. And you don't feel like you go into that box. It makes sense you would feel that way. And of course, when you're not feeling that way, of course, you don't want to go and have sex. That makes sense too, because you are taught how to be desirable. So when we give ourselves a moment to just pause and noticing all these things coming up, why they're coming up, that you haven't really chose for them to come up, they are simply practiced habitual mental events. It all makes sense. So we can begin with understanding, offering ourselves understanding and acceptance like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. That makes a lot of sense. And just like I talked about that I did right before I recorded this podcast, pause and hold your heart, breathe deep. Like These are messages and these are seeds that have been planted into your brain at a very young age. It all makes sense. And when we offer ourselves this understanding, when we can see this with so much love, then we can get intentional about what we choose as far as it goes to the relationship. We want to have number one with our bodies and number two with pleasure. So the first thing that I want to think about is this relationship with your sexuality and pleasure. When we are kind of holding off pleasure because we think that we need to reach a certain standard. This is just, again, something that we have been taught in society that reward and pleasure should be refrained from unless we have met expectations or achievements that then we deem ourselves worthy of engaging in such activity. So when it comes to body image or feeling sexy, this is a very subtle way of saying like, oh, well, you haven't met that standard. You haven't like done these things to achieve. So really, you're not worthy of feeling good. Okay, so nonsense, number one, we're all worthy of feeling good. We're all worthy of this love and connection and acceptance and sensual pleasure that can be had. So when we look at sex, not just as, oh, I'm here for my partner to enjoy, then it becomes about your enjoyment. Of course, this is a chance for me to feel good in my body. You could even use you not feeling sexy as a reason to have sex. Oh, wow, body, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry my brain has been delivering this nonsense to you. Let's go make you feel better. (laughs) What about that for a turnaround? Let's go make you feel better because I noticed these habitual mental events that are just going on in the background haven't made you feel very good lately. And I just want to show you how much I do appreciate you and adore you and allow you to feel my love for you. So would we really start to see that our sexual interactions, whether that's a solo practice or a practice with your partner, is to meet yourself with care and understanding, is to fill yourself up, is because you're a human being that exists on this earth and you were wired for pleasure and it is your birthright, then it changes the whole game. Then it's like, of course, of course, I want to go have some sexy time. Of course, I want to go touch myself and feel really good. So, when we look at our relationship and how we're seeing our relationship to our sexuality as simply being a desirable object or an object of pleasure for someone else to enjoy, then it makes sense why we would push that away. When we begin to flip that relationship upside down, it can become an act of self care, of adoration, of enjoyment, and because it just feels really, really good. Now, let's talk about your relationship with your body. Okay. So, your relationship with your body oftentimes is very one-dimensional. It is the way that we think that our body is performing or the way that we think that our body is looking. And we want to round out this relationship. And the best way that we can round out our relationship to our body is simply seeing our relationship to our body like a relationship to another human being. We wouldn't have a relationship to another human being that was so one-sided it was only based on how they were looking, right? You wouldn't do that. You would also not base your relationship on somebody else only on whether or not they're achieving or performing at the highest level that you expect them to. There is so much more to a relationship. This is exactly what I've laid out in the undress course. So if you want to go through this work, then I highly recommend get in there, sign up with a friend. Even if you want a discount, you can do that. Sign up with a friend. We're going to go all through this step by step by step so that you can develop the juiciest relationship with your body. But regardless, what we're doing with our body is we're rounding out this relationship to our body and we're connecting with it in a different way than simply changing our thoughts about the way that it looks. We are checking in with it. You are doing embodied practices. You're seeing that your body has so much to offer you at any given moment when you begin to turn your attention to sensual pleasure. It becomes this trusting relationship that you can be the giver and the receiver. And this reciprocity between you and your body fuels you and it fuels your body. So when you develop a relationship and you get really intentional, like I am no longer available for this toxic relationship, like you wouldn't like allow yourself to have this horrible toxic relationship with somebody else in the world, would you? But yet we continue to engage with this kind of toxicity between us and us. Now, I use toxicity lightly because I want to say like, I think toxicity is the best way for us to kind of take action and be like, you know what? This is right. I don't want to have this kind of relationship. Is it completely toxic? No, because I don't want you to have this like shame that what you're doing is wrong and you shouldn't have this toxic relationship in your body. The reason that I'm using it lightly, because as I said at the beginning of this podcast, all of this is to be expected. All of this is just the way that we have been taught. Even if you have done things to grow a different self-concept between you and your body, these kind of thoughts and beliefs still come up because we're still inundated in a culture that has very high beauty standards, that is not very inclusive of what they deem to be sexy or not sexy. So give yourself some understanding and compassion, even though we might have this toxic relationship between ourselves and our body, you didn't have this relationship on purpose. You weren't like, oh, I want to have this toxic relationship with my body. It's just going on. It's going on in the background. What I want you to do is just acknowledge, oh, okay, this is what I've been taught. This is where I'm at. No biggie. I got you. And I want to learn how to have a different type of relationship with my body. That's it. We don't need to feel bad about it. We don't need to shame. We don't need to get like all upset like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been treating my body like this for so many years. It's okay. It's to be expected. You didn't do anything wrong. You're not wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. You are simply... A person, a human being who's been operating and living in this world, and because you've been operating and living in this world, you've absorbed the messages and the ways of this world. That's it. And now, because you want to connect with your body in a different way, because you want to feel how amazing it can be to open your body up to sensual pleasure, to experience passionate connection and intimacy with your partner to know what it's like to truly have your own back and feel trusting enough to open yourself up to receiving pleasure. That's why, not because you've been doing it wrong, not because you even need to change it because you want to, because it appeals to you to have a different kind of relationship with your sexuality, with your pleasure, and with your body. So those are the two relationships going at play here. Your relationship with your sexuality, how we view sex, how we view pleasure, how we view being desirable, how that's all tied up in this nightly little package that the patriarchy has delivered to us. And then also this relationship that we have with our body. This is just where we're at. This is just what's going on. And I I don't need to change my body to change this. I don't need to like go get sexy. I don't need to go shave. I don't need to put some more lotion on. I don't need to put red lipstick on. Don't get me wrong. If you like doing those things, keep doing those things. But you do not have to in order to feel sexy. You know what is sexy? When you feel so connected to your sensuality. When you feel the pulsing of your vulva. When you don't mind rubbing your hands over your body. That. That's sexy. And it has nothing to do with what you look like. It is waking your body up, allowing yourself to feel comfortable, allowing yourself to like let these sensations show yourself. And that all changes when you decide to change your relationship that you have with your body and taking a look at all of these beliefs that have been planted in your head about what sex is about, what it's for, and who is deserving a pleasure or not. So first and foremost, I want to give you some actual actionable steps because you're like, oh, great. Okay. I have to change my entire relationship. No. The first mindset shift that I want you to take away is that pleasure is for me, that this can be for me. It's available for me. Not only is it possible, but all of the ways that you can light you up. We've talked about this so many times on the podcast. You're going to hear me say it so many times before. It's my pleasure. Hence the title of this entire podcast. (laughs) So that is that mindset shift you can begin making with your sexuality. Now with your body, one of the things that I like to think is like every single bit belongs and it's all welcome here. So whether that's every single delicious inch of your physical form or every single bit of your human experience, it all belongs. It's all to be expected. And we can be in this beautiful, wholesome relationship with that. And then the next thing that you want to do is decide what you are no longer available for. If you're saying things about your body that you would never say out loud to another human being, then draw a line in the sand. Sorry, I can't talk to myself like that anymore. I hear you, brain. Talk to the hand because this body ain't listening. (laughs) No, thank you. And you can just not engage with it. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to shut down all these toxic, negative thoughts that I have about my body. Look, that's not going to happen, okay? This comes back to the neuroscience and the way that your neurons have been firing and wiring together for years. These are habitual mental events and they will come up again, but just because they don't they come up again does not mean that you have to engage with them. I actually have an entire module and a little workbook in Undress to help you really unpack this stuff and like what is the word I'm looking for? Not dewire, but rewire, like letting go so these neural pathways start wiring and firing together so that you can engage in a different type of relationship. So draw a line in the sand, expect that they're going to come up and you're not going to engage. Okay. Now, if this happens during sex, which happens often, this phenomenon is called spectatoring. And spectatoring is basically when your brain has all these opinions and thoughts about what's going on with the sex that you're having. When you notice that coming up and it's about your body, it's the same kind of thing like, oh, I just noticed my brain. There it goes again, chattering away about this body of mine. And take a deep breath. (sighs) Hmm, What am I noticing? What feels good? How can I relax into this moment and receive more? Prompt your brain with questions directed towards your embodied experience so that you can divert your attention away from the chattering that is shutting your body down, and instead have your brain focus on questions that can go about answering that are going to wake up your focus and attention back into your body, which is where we want it when you are working on experiencing pleasure. So if you ever have that thought (laughs) that I don't feel sexy or I don't look sexy, and you notice that it's holding you back from engaging in sexual activity, solo or partnered, you are not alone. I am pretty sure probably every single woman has had that exact same thing happen to her if it didn't just happen like last weekend, okay? This is a very, very normal occurrence and it makes sense. When we take a look at the way that we've been socialized and the way that we've been taught about our sexuality and our bodies, how could we not have this thought come up? Of course. I don't see how there could be any other way that it wouldn't come up. So start with understanding that this isn't something that you're doing to yourself. It makes sense. Of course it came up. We're going to pay attention to it. Oh, woman, there I am. This is just what I've been taught. And I'm choosing to get intentional about the way that I believe and think and feel in my body. I'm choosing to get intentional about this relationship. And I really need to unpack some of these old thoughts I've been taught about my sexuality because it is keeping me from enjoying the many riches and pleasures that could be had when I drop into my body and open up to my sensual nature. Okay, that's what I have for you this week. As always, it's been my absolute pleasure to be with you here this week. And just as a reminder, make sure to check out the Undress course. This is exactly the work that we're going to be unpacking. Not only do you have a full workbook, but you're also going to have a pleasure planner. You have instructional videos and a whole library of guided practices. This isn't like, oh, consuming information, which you're doing on this podcast, but this is a pre-planned out way for you to start engaging with your pleasure, with your sensual practice, and never having you ask like, yeah, but how, what do I do? I got you. I'll tell you how. I will give you a step-by-step guide and a practice so that you know exactly how to rewire your brain to have a juicy relationship with your sensuality, with your body, and with your sexuality. So join me on Undressed, and I will see you soon. Take care.